She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. In search of... Witch Doctors. This episode is written and produced by Alex Pomansinoff. It is edited by John Dabney with assistance by Mark Clark. And of course, hosted and narrated by Leonard Nimoy. This episode originally aired on Saturday, March 18th, 1978. We hear the voice of a woman speaking an incantation in what is partially, if not entirely, in Spanish. With the magic powers believed to dwell inside a cloud of smoke, a Mayan healer performs an ancient cure. The rising smoke will lift away the patient's evil spirits. In an age-old Inca ritual, the fertile power of a tiny rodent is symbolically transferred to a troubled patient. And a guy who looks a lot like Wayne Newton in what looks like a Catholic church rubs what might be a guinea pig on what is definitely a naked lady. Mm-hmm. To us, this kind of medicine may seem primitive and strange, for it is the work of people we call witch doctors. <gasps> in remote places throughout the world, ritual and magic play a vital role in treating illness. Another guy is waving around what looks like a dead snake draped over one shoulder in front of another naked lady, with billowing smoke engulfing them both. Though ancient forms of healing may appear bizarre, they are often successful, even today. In search of witch doctors! Yeah, the, the second dude with the snake, I think that is a lady. It could be a shirtless dude. It's hard to tell because there's so much smoke. Yes, there really is. But I think it's a woman. I could be wrong. Especially because the way, like, they kind of frame it so that you don't see, like, titties. I think it's a woman. Otherwise, mm -hmm. why would they frame it like that? So, yeah. Anyway, theory and conjecture. Do, 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 do. I am saving my hot take for the end because, damn. <laughs> oh, my God. This episode. Uh, yeah, this episode is. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> According to many old movies. Witch doctors are fierce-looking natives frantically performing strange rituals. And there's a movie clip, probably from the 1930s, of quote-unquote natives dancing, complete with a giant cauldron in the center, like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. So In Search of is just basically perpetuating this, even though they're talking about it. They're like, <laughs> I know this is what you think a witch doctor is, and we're going to go ahead and shove that in your face first. Yeah. I want to say... I know it's not, but it's like it reminds me of like the scenes in King Kong, the original. Mm, yeah, Kong. yeah. But I, but I don't, but I don't think those scenes. That's not what it's from. But it's from that time period. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. it does have that look. Based on their apparent healing ability, however, witch doctors should not be shrugged off lightly. Ooh. So Leonard Nimoy comes on screen, and this is where I think he's actually wearing the blazer and big collar shirt he may have mm -hmm. been wearing the same clothes in both episodes like the last episode and this one we talked about that i don't remember because i watched these back to back and they kind of yeah i mean too head. and so they kind of blur yeah yeah but anyway he tells us the names that are used in different cultures including ganja shaman 
medicine man, and that the term witch doctor was created by European explorers to describe the role of healers in foreign cultures which they did not understand. Additionally, we are told that before we scoff at witch doctors, we should remember that they have had as much success in their cultures as physicians have had in ours. Okay. Yeah. In the Yucatan, an annual religious ceremony intermingles the traditions of both Spanish and Mayan culture. A holy procession invokes the power of the Mayan rain god. However, the culmination of the procession occurs in a Catholic cathedral. And ancient Mayan symbols of the gods of the sun and moon adorn the outside of the cathedral. So we're mixing it up, as most places that were colonized by the Spanish mm -hmm. tend to do. So, yeah. At 86, Philippa Chu is a respected Mayan witch doctor. And I do have to say, she looks good for 86. Like, she really does. So good for her. I mean, given that this was like 50 years ago, probably not so mm -hmm. much anymore. But she did. She looked good. A woman has brought her daughter to Philippa because the daughter wants to marry a man her mother doesn't approve of, which definitely sounds like a medical problem. Yeah, not what I would think you would go to a witch doctor for, honestly. No, um, no, not no. at all. The mother hopes Philippa can dispossess her daughter of the idea. So Philippa busts out the booze and along with some herbs, she makes a potion. And then we learn that Philippa uses white magic to relieve people from hexes and curses. The potion is rubbed on the body to drive away the spirits that are apparently speaking to the daughter. And once the spirits are gone, to assure they don't return, the potion must be drunk. And then we're told that whether due to the power of magic or the persuasion of her mother, the girl decided to give up her plans for marriage. So I'm glad they at least allow for the fact that it's probably not the magic. It's the fact that the mom is so desperate to get her to not marry this guy that she's like taking her to a witch doctor. So at some point the daughter's like, you know what? Fine, you win. Yeah, this was like eight kinds of, she does not, the daughter, like, she does not want to be, you can tell on her face, she does not want to be there uh -uh, at all. Nope. No, she is definitely being, like, dominated by her mother and by Philippa, and I just felt bad for her because she looks really sad. She does look really sad, and it, I mean, she obviously probably really loves this person, and now her mom's making such a big deal out of it, she's not going to be able to marry him and is willing to, like, take her to this lady to get, like, alcohol rubbed all over her to get rid of spirit so she won't love him anymore. Yeah. Mm. because apparently her love for him is like a curse or demons or something so yeah Ooh. yeah yeah i just felt yeah there's a lot of that in this episode where i'm not happy <laughs> with what happens so yeah. yeah yeah no kidding yeah then we meet anciana santana who is another witch doctor and we see him looking for plants with medicinal power he is an herbalist and his knowledge dates from the ancient times we are told that the Aztecs and Mayans had a highly developed medicinal pharmacopoeia, which is like an encyclopedia of like herbals and that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. a book or a series of books. Every day outside his hut, Santana is called upon to treat the ill. He often uses a small glass ball to divine whether he is able to provide a cure. It's like a little marble, basically. Mm -hmm. Like a cleary, if you're a marble dude. So, yeah. If possible... Then he prepares the plants and herbs. And when he's doing that, he looks high as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he is. Did. He looks high. Oh, my God. So, yeah. 
The medicine is then ritually sealed in a bottle, which I was already thinking like, oh, he's put it in a bottle like a pharmacist. And then we're told he prescribes a dosage and tells them return. So he actually is like a pharmacist. He like tells them like, okay, take this much per day and da 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 da. And if it doesn't work, come back and we'll work on it. So yeah, exactly. And then we're told a surprising number of current drugs owed a discovery to primitive herb doctors around the world. Mm-hmm. We talk about aspirin. We talk about digitalis mm-hmm. from Eve. That's yeah, from the foxglove yeah. plant. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also quinine, mm-hmm. um, which was discovered and helps with malaria. But there is more to ancient medicine than a knowledge of healing plants. We are now beginning to understand other forces at work in the witch doctor's rites of healing. Rites that are still performed with astonishing results. <gasps> Commercial. The Peruvian Andes, jagged domain of ancient Inca civilization. The magnificent city of Machu Picchu perched at the edge of a world filled with magical forces. In the cool mountain winds, there coursed hundreds of spirits whose power affected all aspects of life. The power to cause illness was thought to reside in the spider. The spirit of health lived in the sun. Mm. Then we meet Dr. Faust de Aguilar. I think his first name is Faust, which if so, that's okay. (laughs) It's hard. Again, they don't give you the names. And sometimes Leonard Nimoy is not really easy to understand. So (laughs) He does. And sometimes he just pronounces things weird. I did. I was listening to an episode of, I had mentioned to you that I recently discovered the the podcast Monster Talk. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to a really old one. And a dude there said Himalaya. I wonder if that's just how they said it. I don't know. But I was like, oh, shit. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe we're saying it wrong all the time. I don't know. But we I was might like, be. Oh. We might be. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe it's just one of those things that you say it different depending. Like aluminum versus aluminum sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know. I like aluminum, that, personally. That podcast also uses a clip of Leonard Nimoy from the show in their intro. They do in their intro, yeah. Yeah, the large hairy beast. <laughs> yeah, the from the Bigfoot episode. Yep. Yeah, I will say I actually like their earlier episodes better than their current ones, which is like the opposite <laughs> of our podcast, where I like the later ones better than the early ones. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But they've been going like since like what two thousand eight or nine or something. I think. Yeah, I've kind of skipped so. around. I've listened to it. like I really liked their one in the Winchester Mystery House. I thought that was a really good one. So uh, uh, go. Let's do some podcast criticism. I actually didn't like that one because I've heard other stuff about the Winchester house, which I enjoyed more. That one. Okay. It seems like a lot of times they don't actually talk about the topic that they're talking about. They tend to drift off into other stuff sometimes. I mean, they did talk about her a lot and things. Yeah. And the history of like what. Yeah. That that one, they pretty much stayed on point, but I just wasn't a good job. I wasn't interested in it, but some of the podcasts, they talk about stuff and I'm like, what are you you talking talking about? Anyway. Yeah. Talking shit about a podcast has way more listeners than we do. Okay, yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> I'm not talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I talk shit about everybody, so I don't yeah, care. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Anyway, Dr. Faust de Aguilar practices an ancient ritual with an old Incan witch doctor, Orsan Koyak, and leaves from the sacred coca plant are offered to the sun god in a request for the power to cure 
they got a big old wad of coca plants, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, wad's not even the right word. It's like a blanket full of coca leaves. Mm-hmm. So, we are told Dr. Aguilar holds degrees in both psychiatry and medicine, yet he has found that with many of his patients, he must also use traditional healing rituals. And he is going to town on those coca leaves. He is just mm-hmm. eating them like nobody's mm-hmm. business. So, side benefits, apparently. Yeah. In his office outside Lima, he uses ancient rituals to drive away evil spirits. His patient is a woman who was infertile. Though now that she is technically cured, Dr. Aguilar must also take into account the effect of cultural beliefs on the patient. So the cure begins. And he is the guy that we saw rubbing the naked lady with a hamster in the beginning. <laughs> by the way. I'm pretty sure it's this lady, although she's wearing... She's wearing what reminds me of like what women like in Hammer vampire movies wear. Yeah, it's like a long way nightgown type. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I could not stop but laugh when we are told that he uses a long rod to protect her from the malevolent spirits. (laughs) My mind went out the door. (laughs) And then they pray together. And then it's time for Leonard Nimoy to school us some more about witch doctors. Mm Mm-hmm. In the early 19th century, when Western-trained physicians began to practice their skills in Africa and Asia, they found that patients often would not respond to treatments and therapy that were effective in Europe. Increasingly, we are discovering that cultural tradition and belief play a powerful role in healing, that a patient often cannot be understood or cured away from his culture. Today in Los Angeles, a unique program recognizes the power of culture and healing. At the Metropolitan State Mental Hospital in Norwalk, California, certain patients receive regular care from a witch doctor. Oh, I'm sure that's licensed. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Leon is a Mexican curandero, and his patients are Mexican-Americans with strong ties to their culture. Before each ritual, he appeals to a great master to heal and exercise evil spirits. And he uses his hands a lot. Yeah. He's really into it. Born in a small Mexican village, Pedro suffers from a form of culture shock after coming to Los Angeles. Out of fear, he went into a catatonic state. After exercising each patient, Leon gives each patient a cup of water, which he then blesses and imbues with healing power. Yeah, because they're like all standing in a circle. So it's like a group session. Sort of yeah. Thing. And then he like, you know, puts his hands around people and like, you know, he does lay on his hands a little bit mm-hmm. and like shakes. It kind of looks like he's shaking at the spirits, like he's shaking his face. Yeah, he like does. Kinda... Yeah, he's very adamant about the spirits. Yeah. Ignacio Aguilar is the founder of this clinic named Zipe Totec after the Aztec god of spring and rebirth. Treating patients who often believe mental illness is the result of curses or evil spirits, he uses ancient ceremonies to augment conventional treatment. And then we see Maria, who suffers from severe loss of identity and self-esteem and a crippling sense of guilt. As part of her treatment, Aguilar performs an ancient Aztec ritual. Smoke from a fire draws malevolent spirits out of her body. He then beats her with a tree branch until the leaves, which symbolize the evil spirits, are all broken away. And this looks pretty harsh. Yeah, and she's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, oh God, I had to like fast forward a little because I can't deal with the screaming. Like I had Yeah, to, and like... also you can tell either Maria 
if that is her real name, is an awesome actress, or this lady is got some severe issues. She's very, which I am likely to believe that she does have some. Severe yeah, issues. me too. And she seems. But very then, yeah, intimate. he lays her on the ground and fucking beats her with a tree branch, and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he then shakes her violently and tells her she is free, and then she ends up like hugging him and crying, and it's I don't know. I found it really disturbing. If it's helping her, I guess good, but like it was hard to watch. Yeah, and he's shaking her like 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 shaking baby syndrome, shaking her like her head is like oh, 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 oh. yeah, like, it's pretty violent. Uh, God damn, dude. Anyway, we also see Aguilar using the branch technique, and I'm assuming he's not related to Faust de Aguilar. They just happen to have the same last name. I don't know. They're both. Ooh. Anyway, we see him using that branch technique on Pedro, who is shirtless. But Pedro is just being stroked by the branches and not being <laughs> smacked with them. So I don't know if there's some um, difference in this technique or what's going on here. Or if there's some other stuff happening that I'm not a fan of. Anyway, Aguilar also uses music and it has helped to bring Pedro back from his withdrawal from reality. And then we see Pedro singing along with the music being played on guitar. And then after the song ends, we freeze frame on Pedro for dramatic <laughs> stuff. And also the guitar player totally has a joint stuck in the strings of his guitar while he's playing. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> did not notice that. Is that. totally That's a funny. joint. <laughs> that is not a cigarette. <laughs> that is not like a hand-rolled cigarette. That is a fucking joint. So I thought it was hilarious. But anyway, yeah. And this commercial. When viewed outside their cultural environment, the magical art of a witch doctor can be easily dismissed. Yet, in places where beliefs about the causes of illnesses are different from our own, the so-called witch doctor can function as an effective healer. A mastery of natural herbal remedies and the fact that most illnesses are overcome by the body's own defenses greatly aid the witch doctor's power. Perhaps more important, however, is the fact that many illnesses are psychosomatic. Which I, mm. <laughs> I have some issues with some of these statements, actually. That's not the only one, but that one definitely stuck out to me as like, wait, what? Yeah. The ability to inspire confidence, trust, and faith is one of the most potent medicines of any doctor. And then we get scenes of each of our witch doctors doing witch doctor stuff. Interestingly, Dr. Fausta Aguilar is shown rubbing a dude with a rodent, but the guy is fully dressed. He <laughs> did not have to get naked. So, mm, mm, mm. anyway, and then it's over. So, yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah this like, entire episode was just like one big what the fuck. Like, I, these poor people. Like, Santana seems to be the only one who doesn't literally, like, abuse people. Although, he was the guy with the possibly dead snake so and again yeah. i wasn't sure if that was a naked woman or a, a shirtless guy i'm thinking again i'm thinking it was a woman because the way the arm is positioned and then the smoke so that you don't see breasts but yeah yeah i don't know this episode is like so there is something to be said for the placebo effect and so if mm -hmm. you have a strong belief that things like this are going to help you out that's great there's no harm in most of the stuff being with the tree branch, but there's no harm in like, you know, letting some guy wring his hands at you and give you some blessed water. Fine. Do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not sure about uh, Faust Aguilar. There might be some pervy stuff going on with him. Yeah. I mean, you never, yeah, I don't know, but like, 
in general, these kinds of things are probably, I mean, and of course, like the reason we have some of the medicines we have today, like they say, are because people thousands of years ago discovered that certain herbs and plants can help alleviate pain or symptoms or whatever. Like, yeah, that's why that exists. You know, (laughs) there were people in ancient times who knew how to use things for medicinal purposes and like, good, that's awesome. But like, it's also just kind of like the idea of like, well, this can be used instead. And maybe people don't respond to Western treatments. I mean, it depends on what the treatment is, right? Like, if it's like, you know, like most people might respond differently, but not because they're from Africa, you know, <laughs> like different people yeah. respond differently, but not a whole pop. Anyway, I don't know a ton about medicine, but this episode just had a lot of assumptions in it where I was like, hmm. Yeah, I, don't know. I wasn't sure originally because when we first go to the Metropolitan State Mental Hospital, we meet Leon, the Curandero, and then we're we kind of just see him like with Pedro. And well, with the group, because he does a couple other people, too, in addition to Pedro. But then we jump to Ignacio Aguilar, and he were like, he's founder of a clinic named Zipatotec. And I wasn't sure that those were the same place, but then later we see Pedro at Zipatotec. And so I'm assuming, like, that's the clinic within the mental hospital. Yeah. I don't, I wasn't really sure, though, because, like, we don't see Leon again, and we didn't see Aguilar when we saw Leon. Leon, actually, is how that is said, not Leon. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I mean, this this made me think of both Medicine Man, the Sean Connery movie, with like finding the <laughs> cure for cancer in the Brazilian yes. jungle. But then also, it, especially with um, Fausta Aguilar, it made me think of Alter States, which is a movie okay. I really like with William Hurt. And uh, I really like that movie. Plus, Blair Brown is naked in it. Well, actually, I think it's the body double. But anyway, um, and I like Blair Brown. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, that's a. I like that movie a lot. But just like, especially when he's chomping down on those coca leaves, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's why this is. I'm interested in this. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This episode just yeah, uh, more information needed. Maybe some better narration that isn't trying. I mean, you can sell people on it, but there are probably better ways. Yeah. Well, this is Alex Pomantinov. So yeah, he, he's had an interesting track record because he is our he is our killer bees and earthquake guy. But he was also, I believe, our Amelia Earhart guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think he was Anastasia also. Yeah. I mean, so. he's done some good ones. I feel like this one, he's just really trying to sell us on the idea that this is just as good as Western medicine. And it's like they're different things, though. So they're yeah. not really the same. Like, I mean, the the one good thing about Tree Branch Aguilar is that they do take like pains to say that he uses this in addition to other yes, treatments yeah like, like conventional treatments yeah so it's not just like smoke and fire and beating people with bushes so yeah, that's like good. hopefully Although they're that, also getting antidepressants or whatever it is they need yeah that just i don't know just like just like watching maria like the way she interacts with him and then seeing that she definitely has some shit going on and then her like reacting to being beaten with a tree branch that was just i mean you like you said you fast forwarded through it but obviously i didn't yeah and it was, it was like, uncomfortable fuck. and then at the end when she just breaks down and cries and hugs him I'm i like, know fuck, yeah. dude that's just messed up yeah like yeah it's rough god damn this episode fucked me up a little bit yeah. <laughs> it's just i was like okay like saying stuff like where like the beliefs of causes of it illness are different okay maybe but like that doesn't mean that the causes are actually different like 
you can believe that your illness is caused by evil spirits, but you probably still need like an antibiotic or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, and it and it does go go both ways. I'm not going to go For so sure. far to like most diseases are made up in your head. Yeah, that. The yeah. End. But I mean, people can make themselves ill. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, there know? are plenty of cases so. where that's true, too. And like or worse in your head or and again, like the placebo effect does have some validity. So like if you think this is helping you, that's good. You just you and know, I do depending on what it is, you don't necessarily want to rely on that alone. Yeah. And I don't want to go all like the secret on it. But I do think there is like a mind body connection. And oh, like sure. I think like your how you feel about things affects how you react to things and so like it can affect i think your like your immune system and that kind of your ability oh sure yeah yeah yeah. i'm not saying that but you also don't want to victim blame and be like well if you had a better attitude you wouldn't be sick because that's right because that's not always so that's definitely not true and like yeah and so again like it's not that there's nothing to this and obviously like i said the herbal stuff is stuff that people have known for thousands of years and like acting like people were dumb in the past is as bad as acting like they were, you know, like the whole like, oh, they were too stupid to build buildings. They needed aliens. Like <laughs> that's infuriating. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, they somehow figured out that these plant, like, no, it's their people. They figured it out. Like, come on, give them some credit. There's definitely some actual medicine going on there. Yeah, I did. I looked up the term witch doctors because I was curious because they mentioned like how it came out in this episode, and apparently. You would think it's the other way around because you're thinking witch doctor. You're thinking like, oh, that person is a witch, right? And they even talk about here like, you know, like, oh, Philippa uses white magic. But actually the original intent of it, so it actually wasn't as gross and awful as you would think with it being like European explorers like coming around to places they don't understand. But it was actually that they were using the stuff to heal against like witches and spirits like that. Okay. So they were like, I guess it would be like the equivalent of saying like, I'm a cancer doctor. I'm not like giving you cancer i'm fighting against cancer right kind of yes so yeah yeah so that was in, I, that that was interesting because in, in your head you think like oh they're a witch doctor because they're woo, they're a witchy person too right mm-hmm. you know or cutting folk or whatever you want to cultural you want to call it so yeah i did think that was interesting yeah that is interesting i definitely thought it was the other way around so that's yeah i think i think everyone does honestly <laughs> so and i don't know maybe it's not true what i'd read so but it I, I could see that that's less gross than just calling people witches because they're healing people. But that's also what people who got called witches a lot were actually doing because right, they, exactly. they, they knew the, the local the plants that would actually like help yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. then when your kid didn't get better, they called you a witch. So mm-hmm. they were fine when it worked, but when it didn't work because it couldn't, then you got in trouble. So. Yeah. <sighs> I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded in collaboration with Black Cat and Orange Tuxedo Studios. Episode production, design, and editing is by Lazy End Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and the truth is what we make of it by the agrarians. I Want to Rewatch is where we talk about the X-Files and X-Files adjacent television films. If you like what we're doing, check out our show notes for ways to support the podcast. And of course... Tell a friend. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time. And together, we'll try to figure out if If the the truth truth is still out there. A naked lady. Mm -hmm. The truth is what we make of it.
<laughs> Man, I'm struggling. Woof. 